Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have filled this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've got to based on fiction ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of true stories based on fiction colon the tmnt dossier no that's a good title for it that's a really good title. episode 3.5 or who knows depending how long this goes it might be episode four yeah we'll see it's meant to be episode 3.5 quick review of tmnt the last ronin but we'll see what we get into I am your host, Brian. With me, as always, is... Evan, the third host. So, congratulations. I think we've hit the longest streak we've had on a, uh, a subset. Our sub-shows. Yeah, um, which I committed to. Yeah. I've committed <laughs> to all of them, but I said I wanted to do TMNT. I said we were going to do a deep Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles introspective all things Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Um, how many... Because I, I know the one that we've had... The two that we had the least amount of are Eddie Murphy's Law. We had one of those. No, no we no, had we've done like three. You're right. We had, a, yeah. we had a few year gap in between episodes two and three. <laughs> but I think right. we've done three. Yes. And then uh, the B&E versus Marvel DC, we had one of those. But that's a good one that I hope we get back to. But that, that requires like a lot of planning and a research. These yeah. really don't. Yeah. Um, uh, we had... Uh, Beanie Music Factory had, had a few. We probably had four or five of those. And then we had Beanie Cooking. <laughs> yeah, we had one of those. <laughs> that like, yeah, might have been one of my favorite episodes <laughs> yeah, before. I though. agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, whatever it gets, gets us to. I always view the cooking one's never going to be uh, planned out. That's just going to be... Uh, yeah. If we get off on it. I would like to get back to B&E Music Factory. Yes, because of... People who like the podcast as a network know that I do a monthly show about music. And music and comics are two things I like talking about the most, honestly. Because I think you have a pretty strong theme episode uh, structure with everyone that you do yes. episodes with. The different Except formats. for me and you. Yeah. Our information is we have a topic, but it's free form. Yeah. We just kind of we, talk about whatever. Yeah. I, I mean... If we had a specific like method for how we were doing episodes, you'd get me on this thing even less. <laughs> that might be a yearly episode. You don't like the structure, structure. I just for me to plan it out and yeah. everything, like because I, I feel we have a good tenacity of where we start talking, we'll just get going. We yeah. got some good record. I mean, we're about uh, only th- almost three ep- minutes into this episode. We've got to even mention word short mention the word Teenage Mutant Turtles, yes. except for the fact that that's what we that's are going to talk about. But I mean. I like having it. I like being able to come back and revisit something. Mm-hmm. And it tells us we always have something to talk about at the yes. very least. And and this is more so like our shows are definitely what, what the podcast started out to be originally anyway. So these shows are still that. Everything else is, is different than that. Like I said, like you said, the other shows have four other shows have formats. Ours might have a topic, but there's no fucking format. Yeah. So this is still kind of like the main show of the. That's why this network. is still the main. Yeah. Anything that you and I do is still the main show because even even the shows with, with, with me and Randy are more uh, formatted. See now, if I came on the webcast shows, the, mm-hmm. I would be kind of, that would be kind of a subsidiary. Yeah. But this is the main audio one. 
which I still yet to be. I never know about the um, YouTube? YouTube channel ones. I mean, so the YouTube is, is, is a is a uh, because we all equally own the podcast media conglomerate, but the YouTube aspect of it is uh, a, a mean Randy thing at this point. However, we are doing a um, a nerd cave show. And you have the best nerd cake. Like this one, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Actually, like it's not that bad right now. This might be the cleanest I've ever seen it. No, it's been way cleaner than this before. I said that I've seen it. And you seen it when it was like back when I first did like Studio 2.0. It was it was spotless in here. Yeah, it was spotless in here. Like all all of the frames had all of their uh fucking things on it. But I, I'm, I'm going to clean the studio out and do like a nerd cave in here. And like, if you want to come to your house, like, do like a nerd case. So I'm all for. I actually got a little setup now because I started. Uh, I don't remember. You were over last week. Did I have my? That was two weeks ago. That was over. I think. Did I start setting up? My, I had to have started setting my basement up a little bit into mm-hmm. an office. Yep. Um, but I now have kind of extended it out. So I'm in the process of revamping a little bit. So it's gonna be nerd cave, but I also have a slash office slash gym area. Mm, okay. Because I got the treadmill. I want to eventually get some weights. Down there too. Have I seen a treadmill? Yeah, it's been down there. That was down there. You might. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know for I know for a fact it was down there. Um, but yeah, definitely we could do something because I got some nice couches. I got a table set up that we could, we could set up anything. I almost have like a, a setup like Randy used to have. I just mm. and if I get the computer, I just don't know how to do everything, format everything. We could get a good little uh, setup going there too. Yeah, like you've been saying that for years, and this is an easy thing to do. But. Um, but uh, so on, on nerd caves, like that's going to be like cribs, but with nerd caves. And, and I've looked on, on YouTube. No one has a show called Nerd Caves. So this is going to be this is an Evan original that's going to be part of the of the YouTube channel. And hopefully, I can find more people who have nerd caves because I know I've got one. Obviously, you've got a, an amazing, huge one. Uh, I don't think Randy has one anymore. Um, some of my former Randy's former, got a basement. He has a basement. And then, uh, like, Nerd Cave, it doesn't have to be only comic book shit. Any, anywhere that stores a, uh, a collection. So, if you're out there in, 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 in you the... You have uh, sports memorabilia. Exactly. That's, a, that's your that's your Nerd Cave. Exactly. Because that's a tangent. And that was something I'm going to... was a rant that I'm going to go on. For, for you sports people who think that you're better than us comic book or sci-fi folks, you, you aren't. If you have fucking baseball from the fucking first baseball game you went to, you're a fucking nerd. 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 We're all nerds for something. That, that's always been my thing. You could be a, a makeup nerd. You could be a fucking TV show nerd. You could be a sports nerd. You could be a politic nerd. We're all nerds for something. And if you have a, a K where you store all your shit, you are a comic, you, you are a nerd. Like, like these fucking sneakerheads. They're the fucking nerdiest motherfuckers. On the, they're spending $3,000 on the shoe and not even fucking wear it. Wow. Me, I that's what to be. I got a dress, dressing <laughs> pair, two dress pairs of shoes, one brown, one black, <laughs> so I, it can match the outfit. Right. I got my outdoor working tennis shoes, and I got my main tennis shoes. And as soon as I get new tennis shoes, those old ones go to the outdoor tennis shoes, and I out toss off yeah. those outdoor tennis shoes. My shoes, my tennis shoes get beat up so fucking bad because I only ever buy one pair. Yeah. That's what I wear. Like back in high school, I ain't no tennis shoe nerd. No. And, and they're nerds. They they are fucking nerds, but they think that they're better than the other types of nerds. We're all nerds for something. But anyway, yeah. So we're going to do a, a nerd cave show as soon as I get the, the this nerd cave slash studio cleaned up. Because uh, uh, now that I have, now that I finally got like a storage closet, 
closet in like the basement here. I'm taking all these boxes, putting them in that storage closet. So it is very open. You haven't had a storage? Hmm? So they're in the basement, but they're always taken. But every couple of years or so, they they, they make anyone who isn't using theirs like take all the shit out or, or, or throw it away. And that happened this recent time. I finally found one open that I can use. How does everyone get one? I don't know. It, it's first come, first serve. Don't they have enough to storage units to match up to the... I don't That's know. the first place... I, it's a funny story. Uh-huh. Back when I had an apartment, um, which I used to, I loved apartment living. Probably owned my... I, I love it now, yeah. Uh, I loved my apartment back in Saginaw. But uh, we had fairly large... Actually, I had two funny storage. One's quick, one's a little bit longer. Um, but my first one was... So we had a, a fairly good-sized si- storage unit. And everyone in the apartment got one. And it was down in the laundry room. Mm-hmm. And I think they actually had another room where they expanded out. So one was in the laundry room, one was like across the hall, I think. But everyone got one. It was a fairly decent one. It uh, wasn't just like a walk-in. It was enough that you could put a cot inside of it. Really? And I, tr- <laughs> I had a buddy come that was uh, coming into town. I see and I was going to revert my storage unit to a fucking uh, guest room. <laughs> uh, I put a little cot in there. Because you could lock it, too. Mm. Well, they all locked. Uh, yeah. I can't remember if I ever actually did it or not. How much did you charge? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to fucking put some uh, posters up in there. <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever actually did it, but because uh, I would have had to go buy a cot, and I didn't really want to do right, that yeah, for yeah. a fucking joke. No. But So another funny story. I moved into my apartment, I want to say like in the late winter, early spring, but back when it was still fucking cold out. Yeah. Icy and shit. Um, when I got my apartment, it was the first place I ever stayed at outside of my parents' mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was the first time. Yeah, you kind of do you go do out, you do your own grocery shopping and everything. Um, I remember me and my buddy, we went and bought some hamburger meat. Well, I wasn't into big into cooking at that point in time. Mm-hmm. The only grill I could have for living in an apartment at that time was a foreman grill. <laughs> so right. I mean, it goes like week and a half, two weeks, and I never use this hamburger. I'm like, ah. Uh, well, I didn't feel like going out to the dumpster, so I go down to the storage unit and take this hamburger and chuck it over, because there was, like, about a foot gap in between where the door <laughs> was and the ceiling, and tossed it into someone's fucking storage unit. Dirty motherfucker. <laughs> and I forgot about it. Oh, my God. Well. They did. <laughs> no, you say that about four months later. Oh, my God. So now we're in the Summer. Summer. And it's hot out. And there gets to be this fucking ungodly smell oh radiating. Oh. I mean, you open the door to our, the apartment <laughs> building. And it, I we, I swear to God, I thought someone fucking had died. Well, um, my cow died. <laughs> in the apartment. It, I mean, it, that's how bad. Like, you walked in. Well, once you were actually in your apartment, you were fine. You couldn't mm-hmm. smell it. But when you were in the hallways and going up the stairs, I mean, it was just... It overpowered. So you came in and you had to run. And I never, we never made a complaint. Never even put two and two together. I mean, this is months <laughs> later. Right, right, right. Um, eventually, we came, there was these girls that lived upstairs. So we were on the mid-level, kind of like you are here. Yes, uh-huh. And then we became friends with these girls upstairs, uh, who were really cool. They're about the only other ones that are on our age, age group. A little few years younger. We were under 21. They were over 21. So they could buy us beer and everything. Yes. Um, but really cool to hang out with. Come to eventually find out, we chucked this hamburger into their uh, uh, storage unit, 
But the smell was so bad, they literally, the apartment complex had to come and start kind of going through the apartments to figure out where the smell was <laughs> oh coming my from. God, you're a menace. <laughs> Only to find this bag of fucking rancid hamburger. <laughs> I mean, and we threw, cause, I mean, like I said, it was in our first month we lived there. We chucked it in there because I didn't fucking feel like going out in the cold. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that in a long time. But that's, yeah, needless to say, we fucking thought, we made someone, them think that someone had died. That is funny. See, but it's weird. Like, I guess in my complex is, is ran by hippies. Because when you move in, you say, you get access to a storage unit, but go down to claim one. And I've lived for, I've lived for probably close to 10 years now. And um, in that 10 years, this is the first time I've ever had a storage unit because they were all... Now, there are others, like, um, the door, the, the door that you came in if you go down those stairs, you know I'm up. You go down, go down into the left. Like that's like the laundry room and the storage closet. I think there's others in the same building too somewhere. But I'm not going to some other part of the fucking building to find a storage unit. The only one I even looked at were these ones there, and they were always taken. But because last time they cleaned shit out, I was able to find one, and in their different sizes, I found a decent sized one too. So now I took all I, I took all my cardboard boxes that, that I was hoarding, uh, like. In case I ever uh, move, but now I'm taking all this other shit that's in here. I'm, I'm, I might even take up. I probably leave my my old drawings and shit, but I, I'm trying to make this storage room as fucking neat as possible and, and have it open. The only thing's going to be uh, in the way is it's kind of wrecked. I'm going to keep it here, obviously. But yeah, but you could move that. Yeah, once I move this shit, I can put this back there. I think I need to get a spinner rack for my basement. I I, I think every comic fan definitely needs one because. I have a good concept for what I could do because I could put my I have a DC Marvel mm-hmm. non Marvel DC mm-hmm. and like as opposed to going down there every week and having to sort them out as I'm putting stuff it can yep. stand to go there for every couple of weeks and that way maybe once a month I go down there. Oh yep, yeah that that that's actually like a really good idea. Like at some point once I get this thing all cleared out, um, I'll probably get a second one. Like this one like wasn't too bad. It's probably like sixty something bucks, but you get an official comic rack like like eBay. eBay they're like two three hundred bucks. Nah, this one would be good. Yeah, and this was perfect. Perfect. I think it's technically a little bit too big or too. I think it's a little bit too big for comics. But I think it's a magazine rack. Yeah, but they fit in here. Um, but before I do that, and then I promise people that we'll get to like last row on it. I kind of want to get like a new bookcase because this bookcase. You definitely is need a new bookcase. You definitely need a new bookcase. <laughs> it's falling apart. I've had this. this well, I'll be honest, like to find it. a bookcase at this this size... Yes. And it holds as heavy shit, too? Yeah, because one thing I found out, because I broke my book... I broke a bookcase, because mm-hmm. when you get too many of graphic novels... Yep. Fucking heavy as shit. Heavy as shit. Uh, it's expensive. I mean, you could yes. spend five, six hundred bucks, if not it's, more. If not more, because... Actually, look, that's probably about a thousand dollars if you get a well-constructed one. Yes. Um, I'd almost sell you as... Uh, my one buddy, because I have a, I have a nice have metal uh, bookshelf, but that fucking thing is was a bitch to put together. Yeah, and they the, cut it wrong, so I had to drill oh, new holes. Yeah. But then you got to paint it. Oh, he, oh, you had to paint it too. Yeah, because this just comes as a. I have a stainless steel one, but it comes and it's all greased up and everything. So you have to paint mm-hmm. it so that it don't fucking get uh, fuck up your books and everything. Yeah. So I had to fucking uh, spray paint it in my garage and everything and. That's where some of this work for me. <laughs> so, yeah, you probably would not work. It, it, it's nice in theory. Yeah. How much did that run you in? 
Take a hundred dollars and subtract. Take that one off of it. <laughs> it was a big old zero. I didn't pay a dime. I paid for the spray paint. How much would it? What that cost in theory? If if, if someone else. Uh, that I don't know. Even, even like even that with a friends and family discount. Selling gas and buy like it's my buddy. I've met him a few times. If he, if he gave it to me at a discount, it'd probably still be a couple hundred, right? Uh, I'd have to check. I, What's I'm not gonna do? So like, like don't have to check. I mean, cause I can probably really fix this. Like the main problem is uh those holes there are uh what do you call it? Um, oh, when the holes become too big, I can't think of the term for it. Yeah. And, and then really, that's the main problem. Then like getting that back restable to that thing or glue. That's really like the only two problems with it. It's not that it, it's fixable. Honestly, it's fixable. I have a feeling in about three months when I come over here again. Don't you say it. Don't you put that in, in, in the universe. <laughs> it ain't going to change. <laughs> oh, it's not going to change, but don't say it's going to break. No, I'm just mean. It's been holding for years. I'm going to look at this bookcase in the same condition it's in right now. Yeah. In about... I, I could say we could record a year from now. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Because um, while I'm not feminine, I'm also not masculine. You can do masculine manly things. <laughs> so... <laughs> But in theory, this one is fixable. Because, like, these top three shelves are, well, these top two shelves are fine. Because, like, there's not much weight on them. But when it gets to the great McDonald's, they can't hold that weight. They hold the weight better than most, and it's pretty wide. Yeah. And back in the 60s, when this thing was made, it was probably, like, the top of line fucking bookcase. <laughs> but you could probably think, if not, I mean, if not, you get a couple different, I mean, because you can get a couple smaller ones, one for books, and then one for graphic novels. Yeah, because uh, the one that's in, this overflow one isn't bad, but, like, you can't hold a lot. Cause, and I can only put the graphic novels on the top one that has, like, two bookings on it and that bottom one. Because otherwise, this shit would fall. Because it's crazy how much how much more a graphic novel weighs in a book. Because mm-hmm. they're about the same thickness. It's amazing how much old comics weigh less than new comics. Really? So, I've been reorganizing all my books lately. Almost there. Almost done. I've been reorganizing them, cataloging them, and right now I'm in the process of uh, going through each box and getting a nice front label put on the oh, box cool, so cool. you know what's in each box. I've seen some of those, yeah. It, um, but now I'm actually typing them out and having nice ones, so, mm-hmm. um, which I'll have to send you a photo when I'm done. Mm-hmm. I got all the DC done last night and kind of, and I started writing out the Marvel stuff today, and I just got to finish it. So I should have it done today. Um, but I have like an old box of all the uh, animated Batman comics, like mm-hmm. of the Batman animated series. I mean, you could lift that box up easily. Really? But I think it's two things. I think the paper was a lot lighter when it wasn't that non-glossy, non-glossy paper. Yeah. Uh, and I also think it was like a lighter backing board or something like that. Backing board that you bought or the backing board? From back in the day. The cover stock, you mean? Like when the bag and board. Okay, really? Okay. I don't know. I can't yeah, think of it. Possible. All right, well, now we're about 20... Oh, you're going to say something. <laughs> um, I was going to say, and then we will definitely talk about The Last Ronin. Uh, so, sorry people who are only checking this out to hear this review. <laughs> but that just tells you, like, we are new listener friendly, but kind of not. But anyway. Um, you and my... It was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was going to tell... I'm going to see if Chad of the Podcast Network, because he's doing like a... 
not like a, not like a consolidation. What is he? Oh, uh, what would you call that? A, a refurbishing? Yeah, kind of. Cause like he's getting like uh, backs and boards for like. So he's a. Uh, I talked to him. He uh, Chad came by the house a few weeks uh, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. So he's never really seen my collection of what I've had, and he was kind of a little not overwhelmed, but like. In awe of it. Yeah. Uh, the fact it's organized. And actually, this might be a good one. Uh, future episode. Because he's never, re- he's gotten into rebuying books and he's been buying a lot mm-hmm. of books online. Yep. Um, and he's a big Todd McFarlane fan. Yep. Yep. Um, and kind of going back and buying a lot, which he still doesn't have his holy grail, nor will he ever probably ever get it. Unless he really just drops them. I don't, I don't think he wants to. It. Uh, cause I found one for him, it was about 800 bucks, and then, uh, they just sold actually for a thousand bucks, which is mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man 300, mm-hmm. first full appearance of Venom, mm-hmm. um, with a significant cover, uh, by Todd McFarlane, mm-hmm. but, um, iconic, yes, iconic, uh, I let him borrow, I have these three trade paperbacks of, uh, Batman Nightfall, oh, yeah, um, and Tell I let, me about that. <laughs> yeah, and I let him borrow that because he'd never read it. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I'll read it. I was like, uh, which I don't think he started it yet. Last, back when he was here, and, and we spoke about it, like, he was too, like, he was, he, not intimidated, but kind of intimidated because, like, there's so much to it. It's a thick fucking book, yeah. and that's only part night one. one. Yeah. <laughs> that's a which, nice fall. Awesome. Night Quest. And night, I was like, oh, you got Night Quest and Night Send after that. So, I mean, <laughs> I was like, and I told him, I was like, take your time. I was like, read it. I was like, but it's a good fucking story. I was like, because that's, to me, that's the story that really got me into comics. Mm-hmm. Um, really started my love for Batman. I mean, not to say I didn't like Batman before that, but really kind of got my love for Batman going, but really, really is what got me into, like, got, it got me out of this, uh, oh, every now and then go to 7-Eleven and right, 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 my right. grandma picks me up a mm-hmm. issue of a comic book or yep. something like that, uh, which typically was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, get back to the show. <laughs> uh, but um, when Nightfall came out, because it was like a weekly series, uh, or at least it started out that way, yeah. Got me into getting comics weekly, uh, and started a fucking too much of an obsession that I have. <laughs> fucking goddamn you, Nightfall! You wasted a lot of my money <laughs> over these last twenty some odd years. Yeah, but um, I was I was gonna tell <clears throat> tell Chad because Chad told me about like how he's buying the bags and the board for 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 all his books. But uh, I'm not sure if Chad is buying the new bag because like new bags are amazing. The resealable ones, yes. Mm-hmm. Because I fucking hate that fucking. Because the tape never fucking. The tape is a one use only. Uh, rips <laughs> every fucking time. I almost want to go back, except for it'd be ungodly expensive. Yes. And read back and board all my books, except for I just found out I got thirteen thousand three hundred and ninety five <laughs> comics. That's that, yeah. That's gonna be. Uh, and you uh, get a hundred bags and boards in each thing. And those probably aren't cheap. No, I actually bought. I bought. 300 bags and boards on Black Friday because they were 40% off. Mm. Um, I'm like, oh, because it saved me from buying them weekly with that upcharge uh, and whatnot, which is a good in theory and it lasted me about three months. <laughs> yeah, knowing you. Yeah, yeah. But what I might start doing, because I got my avid collection of bat- my Batman run and my Detective Comic run, which Batman I have issue 300 Go forward, uh, and I'm missing only, I fucking didn't realize this, but when I was cataloging everything, I was missing two random issues, issues 402 and 403, hmm. um, 
Because when I first started saying, it's like, okay, I want to start going back and collecting Batman issues. I'm going to go, I was going to start post-crisis Batman, which I think started with Batman year one. Mm-hmm. Um, forward. And then I'm like, well, I might as well have to do 400 forward. And then I'm like, well, I'll see if I can go help. And then I said, I'll right. see how far back. And I was started this, and I kept just thinking I had 400 forward. Because I had 400, 401, 404. And there was, I, I couldn't believe it. I never bought four or three or four. They're like two bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. I just can't find I found one of them. Now I, I think I found 404. Now I need, just need 403. Now, do you, uh, you typically like, like find, find, find like your comics and shops, right? Like as opposed to, okay. Because I, I was going to say, I, I told Chad the same thing. I've been using, I've been using like mycomicshop.com since like 2000. No, probably since 2010. I'm sorry. Some of the ones, like, I just don't, unless, like, I might end up going online. Because mm-hmm. we used to have Comic-Con once a year to yep. go to. Where I, I missed that shit, bro. Uh, and it was fun. Like, some part of it's fun, like, going to hunt. Like, now I will go, I will hit up random uh, comic shops throughout the state. Mm-hmm. I've been down to Detroit quite a few times. I found some really nice fucking shops. One of them, I'll have to take you down there one time. No. Can't remember the name of it. Fucking best comic shop I've ever been really? to. Really? Now. Better uh, than that one that, that, like, went to when we saw Seinfeld? Yes, because hmm. they don't have back issues. I've been in there yeah, again, true, 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 um, true. which is nice inside, and they have a nice graphic novel collection at that one that we went to, mm-hmm. but they have no back issues at all. Um, this one has it all, and you walk in, you're walking up, and it looks fucking super small, and then you get in there, any series you can think of, they have it, and really? everything is in fucking order. Now, mm-hmm. I've been to some fucking shops that were bigger, and um, but it's messy, but they have collectibles, they have statues, action figures beyond belief, and it's kind of cool because you see all the fucking old action figures you used to have as a kid, mm-hmm. um, and you can definitely drop a lot of money in there, uh, but they have pretty much everything. Hmm. Um, so now this is going to be like just a tangent filled episode, and we'll probably do like another episode and actually just actually actually do the review. But um, I was gonna say I was gonna send you um. The pick of these, because uh, in my current job, I go to stores and like do like do um audits and shit. But but and uh, one of my stores is Target, and every time I'm in Target, I spend an extra forty minutes or like looking around every fucking week because there's always some something new and cool at Target. Um, now they have like the Marvel Legend, but like they're like the size of the old school toys. Mm-hmm. But I actually figure they're they're really cool because they got Daredevil one, Black Panther, Iceman, and I think Iron Man. Yeah, like. They're only ten bucks. I almost bought them, but I'm kind of done in my collection of, of, of statues and, and figures anyway. But like, they're actually really fucking cool. But I almost bought them because they reminded me of being a kid, not because I wanted to go back to being a child or do childish things. But if you find something as an adult that you like as a kid, if you're you're in our type of nerd, uh, it's just cool to see that old shit. Nostalgic, yeah. Kind of like I mean, it was. A, I seen you did the review online, uh, the YouTube review of it. But like that cheap uh, battering. Yep, 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 yep. Because you put me on that, and it, it, t- it took me a while to find that bit. Also, I went to two fucking Walmart, three Walmarts to find that thing. Yeah, because they said a, a lot of people were hoarding them, like the workers and stuff like I that. It. I believe. It. Um. Also, to that point, what fucked me up when I went to Walmart because this is something like a part of of nerdum that like you don't fuck with. I don't think they had the uh, what's that? The NECA. Masters of the Universe. I'm mean, the defenders of the Earth action figures. Masters of the Universe. The defenders, defenders of the Earths, like uh, Flash Gordon, uh, mm. the Phantom, and those action figures are fucking amazing. But they had 
Ming, who is the Flash Gordon villain, and they had Flash Gordon. Ming the Merciless? Yes. And they said that they had the Phantom on the website, but they didn't fucking have it. I went to fucking Saginaw, Bay City. I went to two Saginaw and Bay City trying to find that fucking action figure, and I can't find that shit anywhere. I want that fucking Phantom action figure. And I, and I would never saw it if I didn't go for that fucking uh, Batarang. And I want that action figure so fucking bad, bro. But like, the Phantom is one of the first comic books that I bought. It's amazing to me, um, nowadays, how much, like, the old, I mean, you go to Walmart, it's weird to say there's no toy store to really go to anymore. Right. I mean, you have toy aisles in stores. Yep. But, like, you have the old school Masters of the Universe action yep. figures back. You have the old school Transformers back. Not I want some of those, too. They have the old school fucking, the real Ghostbusters yep. toys. Yep. Those were kind of cool. You know, it took me back because they had the fucking Slimer. They had the State Puff Marshmallow Man. Yep. And they, it's exactly like they were with the old, with the Proton mm-hmm. Packs and the little, like, fucking finger ghosts. And, and cheap ass backing cardboard. Oh, speaking of, uh, the Meyer here. So, like, if you're interested, like, my own, uh, like, my own stop on your way home. Uh, they have a clearance section of the Superman Mego dog looking thing. It's only like five bucks. Hmm. It's right by, uh, right kind of in, in that, that big center aisle, like, in like, like where the dog food is and then like mm-hmm. toys. It's like right by there. Problem is with those old school figures back when they were five bucks back in the eighties and nineties, they're 20 bucks a piece now. Yep. Yeah, because, but I do fuck with, and again, I'm not like an action figure guy per se. If something catches my eye, I might buy it. But I do like those Marvel Legends that are like the old 90s um, X-Men toys, but like they're like the full size and scale with like new um, a detail. Like those are cool. But I will say um, that nothing compares to me to the Tom McFarlane. DC toys now. For years, people love fucking Marvel Legends, but in comparison, like, real quick, people in the audience won't see it, but, like, you'll see it. But this is a Marvel Legend, two Marvel Legends that I bought in my chapters because they were on clearance. So this is a high-end Marvel Legends figure. And what we have here is... 20 bucks. What is this? Ad- is this Captain, uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel? And- Dual Captain Marvel. OG Captain Marvel. And then who's this one? Mach Five mock something. He was the Beetle, but then like when he did like the Thunderbolts, he turned to that hero. So that's a twenty dollar figure compared to this Batman of the DC Universe McFarlane toy. This looks like a five dollar figure from the nineties in comparison. Mm-hmm. The, the, these top McFarlane toys are the best action figures I've ever fucking seen. Now the only thing I'll say different with the exception of this Batman one because this Batman one is a little more poseable than like so a lot more of them. Poseable, yeah. Um, because you got that Azrael over there, and I think that Azrael's yes. very similar to my, uh, I have the Batman, Batman. Azrael. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Azbats. Which, yes, same price point, but if you're a kid playing with, like, playing with toys, like, this, uh, Captain Marvel, really good posability for a fucking, if you're gonna, True. if you're gonna sit there and, like, have, like, your action figures battle one another, another and fight each other. Um, and put them in different fucking poses, almost like a Spider-Man type thing. True. They, they are much more poseable. Whereas the Batman's more... statue statu- Yeah. Um, now, like, again, this one has a little more posability than uh, the some of the other ones. One. Yeah, because, like, that Green Lantern one, like, the cartoon Green Lantern, that can't stand up properly. Because the, the, the tops are heavy. And... The are skinny. Uh, these fucking McFarlane ones, too... Random places charge random prices yes. for them. Like there's no some of them, some will be like forty bucks. Some mm-hmm. of them will be and it's regular stores too. Like not like 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 a comic book shop. They'd be like a random Walmart 
have that for 40 bucks. Yeah. It's um, weird. GameStop. Like, I get comic shops can charge whatever they want, but, like, GameStop has fucking just random because I've seen this one because I wanted to get it, and then I was like, wasn't going to pay it. Like, I think it was 25 and I'm like, you motherfuckers are, gonna, are charging whatever the fuck you yeah. want for it. I'm not, you're not going to fucking get that, and I really kind of wanted it because I have a, I have two McFarlane figures. I have uh, animated Batman, Batman. Mm-hmm. and I have uh, the Asbats. Uh, and I was going to get the Detective Comics 1000, yeah. the first run, except for it didn't have, it was supposed to be Jim Lee Batman, but it did not have the Jim Lee Batman face. It had, it's it the Nick. Yes. Uh, uh, Bradshaw? No, Nick uh, Darrington. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because that is something that does happen with the Todd McFarlane one. Like, sometimes they aren't as good as it should have been. Prime example, uh, this Target here has, like, the uh, Batman Last Day on Earth, whatever, with the... Uh... Oh, do they have it? Yes. But the face does not look right. How much are they charging for that there? 29 because it comes with two big bang legs. And they also have Omega, who looks spot on. Yeah, the Omega look good. Yeah, but like that... But you have to get them all to get that fucking bang. Because that's what... Fucking Marvel Legends did back in the day. And it's a good concept because that's how they can afford to do the bigger figures like that. But I want that Bane by it. So I'll probably pay 40 for that Bane if it was his own figure. Yeah. I remember back in the day with the Marvel, the only ones that I did with the Marvel Legends, I had the build a, build a sitting on build a figure. Mm. I wish it would have fucking kept that because the thing goes sells for like 300 bucks now. I, I've heard that, yeah. I gave it away. Because that might have been the first one, I think. Uh, one of the one first, of the first ones. Yeah. But it was a fucking spot on because you hadn't had a good. The only other Sentinel you had was back in the oh. '90s animated uh, yeah, X Men like animated a, a series. Quarter inch larger than like the center figures, I think. And it didn't move. Like no. the legs didn't move. Yeah, the legs didn't move. Like legs were like, glued together. It it might have like some uh, wheels on the bottom or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was trash looking. Super like, trash. The arms moved, I think, but just like yeah, vertically. Yep. Um, and something like that. But it was trash Sentinel. And it was, this was a fucking cool looking Sentinel. Still not. To scale, but which I don't think good. they've ever really done a to scale signal. Well, now they, they didn't really show like in the animated series they made it seem like the mutants were minuscule. Yeah, <laughs> but then sometimes in the comics it's like maybe three times the size. And I think they kind of explain it by saying like the different versions of of the signals, which is a good way like you able to get away with that like in the toys uh, as well. But uh, um, yeah, but and what's also cool about action figures too is the fact that they have different series like like uh prime example of the the WWE wrestling figure they have two lines two main lines they have like the basic line and it says basic on there it, like just a figure and maybe it does has four points of, of maybe six points of articulation and then they have like the elites they have like the everything moves and then they have like different hands and different feet and different uh heads and shit and same thing like with Marvel shits too like that and DC, like they have cheap ones for kids for ten bucks, and then have like the uh, the MacFarlane ones. Well, they're trying to do uh, old school wrestling ones like they used to, aren't they? Yes. Yep. Uh, Target has like a lot of like Target is like the best store in the world, bro. Is it? I haven't been to a Target. Target is. I would marry oh, Target if if Target was a woman. I would marry the fuck out Target. Um, this one has a certain artist. Uh. It, I'm trying to think. So that book had a cover. It looks by, like Mike McCone, kind of. It does, but uh, that's probably that's probably Tom uh, Tom Randy because like he drew that miniseries. Did he? Yeah, the Brian Reed a miniseries right after Civil War when it thought that he, he was actually back, and then in the fourth issue, found out that like he's a scroll, but didn't know he was a scroll. That's a good figure though, right here. 
It is, but in comparison to the detail on this Batman, though. I don't think it's a $20 figure. No. I'd say 15 tops. Yeah. I got on clearance for like five. Yeah, that's a good price. Yeah. But even like... like This uh, would be a good figure. I remember back when I was a kid that I would... This is a good, a good yep. posable, playable figure. But even like the fucking deco in there, like looks cheap, cheap in comparison, like to like DC figures. Yes. But okay, so um, there won't be a last run uh review on this episode, and I, I won't title it that either. <laughs> but we'll be back in a second to actually do the take uh, back everything I said at the <laughs> top of this episode. <laughs> we'll call this part one or no, no, this part is like. Uh, Okay, whatever the fuck. We'll see you next time. (laughs)